to the NSK podcast. Today we're talking with Amadeep Kalsi, a specialist in restorative dentistry and periodontics with extensive experience in both hospital and private dentistry settings. We'll be talking about Amadeep's equipment choices and how NSK help in his daily practice. Hi Amadeep, thank you for joining us today. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself to start in terms of your dental background and your current scope of practice? So my name is Amadeep Kausi and I'm a consultant in restorative dentistry. Um, I'm a specialist in restorative dentistry and periodontics and I'm the lead for restorative dentistry and the adult dental care for cleft lip and palate patients uh, in in the east of England. Uh, I'm the lead for restorative dentistry at Addenbrooke's Hospital, which is part of Cambridge University Hospitals. And I also work in two private practices where I take specialist referrals. So one is the Jeans Dental, which is based in um, Buckinghamshire near High Wycombe. And the other one is at uh, the Broadway practice in Woking in Surrey. Um, aside from that, I also run some dental courses, which you know we can we can talk about shortly. In terms of my background, so I, I uh, completed my undergraduate training from uh, Queen Mary's University in 2010, and then following that, I spent some time in practice and also spent some time in various hospitals and, and various kind of uh, training roles. Uh, I went back to practice for a short while. And then I did uh, five years registrar specialty training in restorative dentistry at the Eastman Dental Hospital, which is part of UCLH. Uh, and that was in restorative dentistry. And during that time, I also completed uh, an MSc in conservative dentistry part time with UCL, which fell under the Eastman Dental Institute. So it was the academic side. Since I finished my training, I've been appointed as the lead for restorative dentistry at Addenbrooke's, where my focus is primarily on the rehabilitation of head and neck cancer patients and patients with cleft lip and palate. Uh, uh, and aside from that, the other time, the, the rest of my time is spent in practice. As a specialist then in both restorative dentistry and periodontics, your choice of surgical equipment is extremely important, especially in terms of reliability and treatment outcomes. What NSK equipment do you routinely use in oral surgery? Yeah, so there's quite a big range. So I do a lot of surgery and um, but within restorative dentistry, it also covers prosthodontics, periodontics and endodontics. So you'll use the a, a massive range of equipment, which is always a bit challenging for the nursing staff because you might need lots and lots of different things. Um, in terms of equipment from NSK, there's quite a few pieces of kit that I'm, I'm very, very keen on. And I've ha used a range of them for, for various things. So the first one that comes to mind really is a Surgic Pro. So that's the surgical motor uh, that's been designed by NSK. And that really is an industry standard. So we were using that consistently when I was at the Eastman. And it was one of those things where you just never really thought about it. You never really thought about how you had to set it up or how you might need to change a function because it was all just really straightforward and it was just consistent and reliable. There were never any issues with it. Uh, it kind of reminds you of when I used to DJ a little bit and you kind of describe the Technics decks as the industry standard and they would have drinks built on them. They would be broken that, you know, oh, well, they wouldn't be broken, but you know, they might be dropped or have things dropped on them and they still just work consistently and they're so reliable. So when I think of the Surgic Pro, it kind of reminds me of that. Um, it's just something that you, you know is gonna work and you don't, you just don't even notice it sometimes because you don't ever need to think about it. 
Uh, the other one I find really useful in a similar manner is the Varia Surge. So that's basically NSK's version of a piezo. Um, and that's really handy for sinus lift procedures, which I have an interest in and I run a course on. And, uh, you know, various other treatments where you might need to harvest bone or you might need to um, make cuts in bone at least. So it's quite a nice, uh, clean way of um, making cuts in bone, essentially, and ensuring that you don't damage any soft tissue. Uh, those units obviously link together and that works really well. So you just have one pedal and you know, for myself, if I'm doing something like an external sinus lift, the way I tend to do it is use both. So I'd use a surgical motor, uh, a surgical handpiece to start with. And then after that, swap to the piezo. The rationale being that if you just use the piezo, it's quite slow to cut. So that can take quite a while, but it's a bit safer in terms of not damaging the membrane. So if you can use both, you get the best of both worlds. So you can do the majority of the of the removal of the bone with the uh, handpiece. And then you can swap over to the piezo and you know with a company like nsk where you have both of the units and they they link together that's just a much smoother process than it otherwise is carting bits of kit in and out especially if you're limited for space um, one of the areas that's really useful is on the um, sinus lift and block grafting course that i run so we host that at uh, Cambridge University and it's hands on on cadaver heads, so human heads. Uh, the feedback's always really good and it's a really fun course. Um, it's very kind of intensive surgical exposure. So there NSK, you know, they'll come and provide these units. And when you when you are demonstrating things and you've got lots of people essentially carrying out surgery all at the same time it's just very nice to know that you don't need to worry about any equipment issues and everything's going to work just as it should do and the delegates are going to be impressed and that's going to add to their um, experience as well so it works it comes together really well there and the other one I, I really like that i use in one of my courses is the uh, volvair i7 so it's not really a surgical a piece of equipment it's more uh, based for the lab so essentially it's something that you'd attach a straight handpiece to and then you you use that to do adjustments uh, for on things like acrylic uh, but we use it when we're doing um, practical exercises on some models that we have for implant placement so immediate implant placement and that's a different course that I run now that's very nice as well you can set the speed and it again it's just very nice and smooth. It doesn't take up much space. The other piece of kit that I really, really love is the VivaMate G5. And that's very similar to the Volvair i7, but it's a portable micromotor. So it's really small. And again, you can just connect a handpiece on. So I normally connect a straight handpiece on and I'll use that at Adambrooks. And um, if I need to do any adjustment, mostly for dentures, so adjusting or obturators, so adjusting them, uh, polishing them up, etc. And it's just very, very convenient, especially with COVID. We've had to be quite um, wary of uh, infection control and a bit more aware of things that we might have otherwise not really had to worry about. So one of the things is when you're adjusting a denture, I think initially that was quite the issue because prior to COVID, you would just pick it up and adjust it and, and pop it back in the patient's mouth. But during the uh, the pandemic, we've been worried about air particles and how things have spread. So what I have set up there, I have a little unit, um, which is like a little box. So I can put the denture in there, put the handpiece in there and adjust it. And then we're not worried about any of the air particles spreading, uh, as well as disinfecting the denture prior to adjusting it. 
So the issue with that is that that might not always be close to your handpiece that you connect to your dental chair. That might be set somewhere further aside. So that's where the VivaMate G5 comes in really handy. As you can just have it set up at the side. You plug it in to charge it, but once the battery's charged, you can use it without it having to be plugged in anyway. So that's great. I really like that. I understand that you use the NSK Osseo 100 Plus in implant surgery, which of course is designed to measure implant stability and osseo integration, uh, which in turn supports the decision on when to load an implant. Can you explain more about the benefits of the Osseo 100 Plus? Yeah, so the Osseo 100 I've, I've had a, a little bit of experience of. And again, it's just a very nice kind of quite nifty instrument that's quite easy to handle and to utilize. So essentially, um, it carries out resonance frequency analysis, and it gives you an instant implant stability quotient reading. And that should relate to how stable your fixture is and can guide you in terms of your loading protocols. So it's another bit of information that's going to influence your decision making. And the thing about implant dentistry is that there's lots and lots of decisions to make. So you may be thinking about when you're going to take a patient's tooth out after the tooth is taken out. When are you going to place the implant? When you place the implant, you're deciding, are you going to bury it or leave it exposed? How long do you leave it to heal? When are you going to restore it? Are you going to do a provisional restoration first or a definitive one? So this is a, a piece of kit that is going to help inform part of your decision making. And that's at the phase where you're placing a fixture and you're deciding when to restore it, essentially. So in that sense, it just gives you a much more clear cut indication of when you might do something like immediate restoration of an implant or when you may feel that it, it would be more prudent for you to leave it to heal for a little bit longer. And then again, it's something that you can double check when you expose a fixture or when you come to restore it, um, what the what the uh, readings are like and can help to preempt any potential failures that you might otherwise have. You also use the NSK ISD 900 screwdriver. Can you explain more about the benefits of the ISD 900? Yeah, so this is right now, it's my favorite piece of kit just within dentistry. I absolutely love it. It's so good. And I'm really surprised it, it doesn't seem to be that widely used and people aren't that aware of it. But essentially what it is, is it's a cordless electric implant screwdriver. So rather than having a screwdriver that you hold by hand and then using a torque wrench to get the torque values correct, you essentially just have the same screw bit, but it will go on a latch grip within the handpiece. You set the torque digitally on, on the uh, handle, and then you use that to screw things in and out. And the first thing I, I really like about it is safety. It's just so much safer because nothing's going to drop other than whatever you're putting in and out, you know, your implant crown or, or abutment or cover screw, etc. Um, the actual components that you're using or the instruments that you're using aren't something that can be swallowed by a patient or inhaled by a patient. So it's much safer, it's much, it's much less fiddly and you're kind of not using so many, so much of your hands to get in there and do all of the work. The other thing is that with a torque wrench, you tend to have to really crank it around sometimes and, it, and it's hard to av avoid causing trauma to the patient's soft tissues and it's just a lot slicker. Um, a lot of the patients that I deal with might have trismus, limited access, um, the anatomy is compromised. So something like that is really, really handy for you being able to, to work consistently 
um, and to know that you you are talking things down well. The other thing that's really handy about it is that it's quite straightforward if you end up having to work with different implant systems or to do salvage work uh, on implants that you may not have placed because you don't need to then get a separate torque wrench for the implant screwdriver that you're getting. As long as you have a latch grip screwdriver, you can set the torque appropriately uh, and, and then work to that. So in that sense, it's very handy as well. Why do you choose to use these particular NSK products over other similar products on the market? I think with NSK, it's just they're at the forefront of these types of products. So they are a company that innovates um, the the work or, or the um, the equipment that they construct is very reliable. It's very consistent. Those are the main things, really. You know, if you're going to buy something from NSK, it's going to be a quality product. And the other thing that's really important within any kind of any bit of dental kit that you're buying is the customer support. And the customer support from NSK that I've had is, has been outstanding. So I've never really had an issue, but any kind of correspondence uh, and anything that I've had to organize or to sort out when I've been finding out about kits and instruments and that type of thing, it's always been great. You know, the, the support's been brilliant. Um, I mean, one example was I tried the Volvair i7 and uh, I wanted to order that. And when I spoke to uh, my contact at NSK, Mark Beckwith, he's a brilliant, uh, brilliant uh, guy, suggested maybe I should try the VivaMate instead. Uh, you know, let me try it. And it was much better and it was more cost effective as well. So I, I think things like that are really important. You know that it's very unlikely you're going to have an issue with an NSK product, but if you do, it's something that will be dealt with. It'd be interesting if you could tell us more about your teaching role and the courses that you run. Does NSK support you with this in any way? Yeah, sure. Um, so there's two main courses that I run, normally twice a year, and they're both related to dental implants. So the first one is the course I mentioned briefly before. So it's a cadaver course on human heads, um, teaching people how to carry out internal and external sinus lifts and block grafts. So that's aimed at dentists who already have a moderate level of experience with dental implant treatment, and they want to start providing more complex procedures. So that course is set over three days. Um, we host that at Cambridge University. There's two days hands-on on the cadaver heads, and there's one day uh, of seminars face-to-face. -face. And prior to that, there's a number of hours of pre-course uh, webinars and reading as well. So the course overall is, is designed to be uh, quite comprehensive and quite robust. So the idea is that someone can come in with very little knowledge and they'll, they'll build that up sequentially so that by the time that they finish the course, they should be a, a safe practitioner and they should also be able to identify challenges and maybe cases that they shouldn't think about taking on, cases that they do want to start doing possibly with a mentor or cases that they'll be happy or they'll be safe to provide, you know, without further supervision. And it, it seems to be the case. I, I tend to um, follow up with a lot of the delegates a few months later to see how they're getting on. And um, I actually saw one of my delegates work today. Uh, it was really beautifully done. Um, and it, it relates to some of the stuff that we were teaching on the course previously. The feedback's really, really good. Um, I've had a few people that have gone on other similar courses previously, and they've said that this compares extremely favorably. So that's always nice to hear. And we just try and make it as enjoyable for everyone as possible and make it to as 
bespoke as possible to the group. So beforehand, I'll try and ask people what they actually want to get out of the course. And sometimes people come in with additional procedures that they would like to gain experience of. And wherever, wherever possible, we would try and accommodate that as well. Um, yeah, so that's one. And uh, the next one I've got running for that is September. And if you're interested, you can find more details on my website, which is just my name, uh, amadeepkelsey.co.uk. And you'll find contact details for myself there. More than happy if you want to email me and, and have any queries about it. The other course that I run is treatment planning for dental implants, which I mentioned briefly before. And that's more of an overall course for decision making within implant dentistry. And like I said, there's so many decisions to make within implant dentistry. Um, and when you think about implant dentistry, it's important to think of that within your overall prosthodontic and restorative dental options that are available to patients. So that's what the rationale for that is. Um, that course was kind of born out of one of my uh, colleagues that I work with at Addenbrooke's who would often come and ask me about cases uh, and have questions. And I just realized that there's quite a few things that sometimes are not that clear. And the decision making is one of the more challenging aspects of implant dentistry, as opposed to the surgical aspect of putting an implant into the right position. So, so that's what that course is about. So that's over three days. And again, we've got a number of pre-course webinars beforehand for people to watch reading lists so that they come in with a, a good amount of knowledge. And then we've got some presentations, but they're very interactive in this course and a number of case discussions. The case discussions are the main thing that people tend to enjoy uh, because it allows them to put a lot of their own knowledge into practice so what they might do so then you know people will go around as a group they'll discuss what they might suggest how they might go about it what their rationale is for that treatment approach and often there's more than one way of doing something but that is the main thing that people really seem to enjoy and that really cements what their understanding is and how they might do things in practice there's lots of tips and tricks that people tend to pick up as well there's also practical aspects so one is on immediate dental implant placement on the models that's where we use the um, the Volve Air i7 that I mentioned before. And the other aspect is a pig's head practical, which is normally guided bone regeneration and socket preservation. So that's that's quite a rounded course. It's quite broad. We, we cover a number of things. Again, it's bespoke. So it depends on what the delegates come in and, and want to learn. And normally we can accommodate everyone. Um, so that's probably more based for people who have towards the start of their implant training or as people that want to consolidate their skills later. It's even useful for people who uh, are thinking about undertaking implant treatment or referring cases on. So it, it's quite broad, you know, it works out quite well. I ran that one, I think uh, two or three months ago, and the next date for that is probably gonna be next year. So again, you can subscribe on my website and that, that will keep you up to date. In terms of NSK support, they support me very heavily for the cadaver course with the equipment, um, which is kind of what I've mentioned before. So with the Surgic Pro and the various Surge 3, they'll bring, bring that through. Um, like I said, you know, for the courses, the support has just been outstanding. So they'll come in they'll, beforehand to make sure that everything is set up, everything's working well. Uh, they go above and beyond to make sure that they have all of the kit available. If there's any issues which are really rare, it may just be that someone's left the water up in it and, and it's uh, leaking a bit. You know, it's just dealt with straight away. Uh, you can just rely on the equipment um, People tend to really like the equipment 
it's been my experience. So for the cadaver course that I run, one of the webinars that I have before people attending, uh, before people attend is about equipment. It's about implant and surgical equipment and all of the different types of equipment that people might buy. And the factors that people might think about that would influence what they might want to look to, to get, because sometimes well, that's one aspect of it. If you're learning to do a new procedure, people don't always know which kit they need or what they really need and, and what's maybe not so important and what will make a big difference and what won't. So that's something that we cover in a fair amount of detail and people come in because they want to get, they want to get a feel for the different pieces of kit and what they're like. And, you know, when you have a number of people all using those products at the same time, you do get a flavor of what people's feelings are about them and they're inherently extremely positive. So I think anyone who's come in, who's not had one of those, uh, motors or the piezo already, I think the vast majority of the delegates they've ended up deciding to go down the NSK route just because of the experience they've had. But there's no onus on them to do that. And when they attend the course, it's open to people using all implant systems uh, uh, and all types of kit. We'd like to thank Amadeep for his time today. If you'd like to find out more about NSK's equipment, go to mynsk.co.uk.